Hey, welcome to this week's podcast. I'm Stephen Webb and I want to talk to you about why we fear the one thing we want. And very often you hear people talk about finding that purpose and passion in life, the one thing you really enjoy and go after it. And I think we're looking in the wrong direction. I think we need to look at the one thing that makes us fear most and the one thing that frightens us. And if we go there, that will, right there is where it's the one thing that we want. That's where we'll find our passion. That's where we'll find what's really important to you. That's where I'll find what's really important to me. That's what I want to talk about in today's podcast is, you know, diving into that fear. And I'm using it partly as a therapy session for me as well, because I've been avoiding my life recently. I've been running from the one thing that I love doing and it's starting to really get to me now because I know I'm doing it. And that awareness is starting to, yeah, really get to me. So I'm doing this podcast as partly a therapy session, I suppose. And I'm bringing you along with me and I hope that's okay. I hope you don't mind me doing that. So yeah, why, why we fear the one thing we want and how we can, you know, together, perhaps in this next year, start to go for that one thing that we really want, but by looking at it differently. Because for certainly most of us, it's not working so far the way we're doing it, is it? Just before that, I, I want to update you on a couple of things. I want to first of all update you on my health. Um, one thing that I've had the last six or seven months is constant sweating. And it's part of the neurological problems where we've been paralyzed. And they think it might be a cyst on my spinal cord. But because of one thing at the moment, we're still waiting for the MRI scan, which is just driving me insane. I I just want to get it done. Um, I'm not sleeping at night very well. I'm, yeah, I'm struggling. I've got to be honest. On the 4th of January, I've got my a scan on my bladder to see what that is. But that seems to have settled down now. I've changed everything I'm drinking and things like that to not irritate the bladder at all. And I'm, I'm doing as many things as I possibly can in order to sleep better and things like that. But I'm having to take a lot of painkillers just to stop the sweating. And it's not a, a warm sweat. It's a, a freezing cold sweat. And it's really difficult when it is cold outside. I'm having a layer right up. And the problem is then my layers get wet. So I'm outside. <laughs> Oh, I'm sharing way too much information now. So I'm outside in my t-shirt and I was soaking on freezing cold. And I just, I just wanted to air that. It's, it's getting to me. I'm, I'm tired with it now. I just want to get it sorted. But we're working on it. Um, but that's my health at the moment. You, you know, apart from that, winter's come along. The, the, I'm getting older. My bones are creaking. I wake up in the morning and think, oh. And the minute I move, <laughs> do you recognize that? Um, also, I want to update you on my mayorship. Um, I'm really enjoying it. I, d I do think what would my mayorship have looked like experiencing the role of being mayor if I was in really perfect health? But then I think there's never a perfect time. There would never have been a, if I'd done it 20 years ago, I would not have been ready. If I do it in five years time, maybe my health is worse. You know, the perfect time is now to do anything you want to do. So that's just 
bollocks, really. Just looking up and going, maybe I could do it differently if I had better health. But I do think that sometimes. <laughs> so I'm trying to take my own advice. I, I did warn you, this is a therapy session for me. But yeah, I, I've been to a lot of carol singing. I've, I don't recognize all the carols. I've been to the cathedral. Oh my God, we got the most amazing cathedral right in the center of Truro. We should embrace that so much more. So it, it's a very mixed bag. Excited, amazing Christmas, but then there is the concerns, the overhanging um, problems of the health and all that. So, so what, what's something that is always holding us back? You know, what is that one thing that's always holding us back? That's what I want to talk about today. And I want to talk about it in regards to me as well. Um, what's the one thing holding me back? Well, I know what I want in part. I, I want to leave a brilliant legacy. I, I want to leave, I want someone to stand up at my funeral and say, he did a good job. You know, he loved deeply. He had an open heart. He was able to change his mind he was open with people he 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 was kind um and he did his best and he lived his life to the full well in order to do that i've got to do that you know um it's no good just hoping someone's going to look up and see what my dreams and aspirations for my life is if i don't actually live those dreams and those aspirations um, and it's the same for you. No one's going to stand up and say how you lived your life and who you are unless you show people who you are. Um, you know, if you want to be the most amazing, I don't know, skydiver, no one's going to stand up and say he was an amazing skydiver if you don't go and do it. And, and I think that's the one thing we all want. We do want some kind of legacy. Even if the legacy is something humble, but really, really damn important, like he was just caring or you were just caring. You know, she was just this wonderful neighbor. It doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things how big, because we need everybody. But then you've got to look at what's stopping you doing that. And for me, I have this fear of letting people down and I, I know where it comes from. It come from me when I was a lot younger, seven, eight years old, and my parents split up. I don't think it was my fault they split up. I, I can't be out responsible for that one. But I think I can remember having a conversation with my mum. And of course, I, I know where she was coming from when she said this, but it was the way it landed on me at the time and the way I've carried it. Not what mum meant, but it's the way I've carried it. And... When I looked up and said to mum about dad leaving, and she said, yeah, you're the only man in the house now. You'll be okay. You'll be able to step up and all that. And I think she meant it as like a prep talk for me, that things will be okay. But I took that as, I can't do all the dad things. I can't go out and earn a living. I probably didn't think that at seven. I probably thought about, you know, laying up a table, clearing the table and all maybe. But, I thought I couldn't do the, all these things. And I can remember feeling that I would let everybody down, let my family down. And I've carried that a long way. And I allow that to influence me today. And I, and I know I do because I procrastinate and I avoid going live and I avoid doing all these things. And anybody that's followed me for a long time knows this about me. They know it. 
well, maybe they don't, but I, I feel as if the whole world knows it. Seven billion people, I, you know, I feel like I've said it enough that seven billion people should know it. Um, of course not everybody knows it. Just because I know it doesn't mean I say anybody knows it. But I, I, I run from this one thing that I want. I want to be an inspiration. I want to I wanna leave a legacy in the world that, that influences and helps people live a more compassionate, loving, open-hearted life, a more peaceful life. Yeah, it's the one thing I, I run from doing is teaching that, showing that. And I, I'm not quite sure how to do it. But I need to show up, and I don't show up a lot. I don't show up nowhere near as much as I could because I feel as if I haven't got that deep wisdom. I feel as if I haven't got that one thing that I need to show up and say. And while I'm saying this, think about your life and think about what you want, the legacy you want to live. And what are you not doing? Where are you not showing up? What are you procrastinating about? What are you doing to avoid the one thing that you want to do? You know, think about that. And it's not morbid to think about your legacy, to think about your obituary and all that. And it's not morbid at all. I think it's very sensible. I think it makes perfect sense. It's one of Stephen Covey's in The Seven Habits for Highly Successful People when he says, look at your obituary. What are they going to say about you? And it when he talks about highly successful people, he's not always talking about big CEOs and people that he's talking about being a successful human. You know, what does it mean to be a successful human? That's a good podcast. Isn't it? Shall I do that podcast? What do I believe it means to be an essential human? Well, I'll quickly, I'll quickly like look at it now, but to be open and caring to not create any more pain in the world to, be who you are to honor the best that you can be um to grow courage to move in the right direction um not to hurt others that that's the kind of thing that you know if you can get to the end of the day and you don't hurt anybody today and you don't make anybody's life worse and even if you just improve someone's life by a smile and things like that when you get to the end of the day or the end of the week and you've done that you've been a damn good human you're doing better than a lot of people out there if you just get to the end of the day and you don't make anybody's life worse. So, yeah. Anyway, going back to going back to why we fear the one thing we want. And you hear these memes now all the time and lots of people talk about them. And you hear, like, you've got to get out of your comfort zone and things like that. I don't think it's that simple. Because I think you've got to become uncomfortable got two choices two things move us into action it's either we're pushed because we've got that uncomfortable that we cannot stay there or we're pulled and we're pulled with passion we're pulled with that drive that nothing will stop me doing this well unfortunately most people including myself don't don't end up with that drive of passion that pulling it's really difficult to find where that's to, to overcome the friction of the fear of doing it. You know, that fear of me laying down is, is really real. Um, and I know by talking about it, it makes it more real now. But, you know, it is something that holds me back. 
Um, maybe there is something else that I haven't seen it yet. So there's always shadows that we haven't seen. But that's the one I, I think is the one holding me back. And to overcome that, I haven't got the big pull. So I'm starting to become really uncomfortable. And the uncomfortableness is becoming so uncomfortable that I'm getting older. I'm, you know, time speeds up. I blink and a week's gone by. I blink again and three, three weeks have gone by. You know, 2020 went by and like, what happened in 2020? Nothing, you know, or not nothing. There's loads of good things happened. But a few other things happened as well, I think, I believe. You know, 2020 just went by in a blink of an eye. Yeah, but we just, the older you get, you just see the end of your life coming up very quickly. And I think I'm getting uncomfortable with that. Um, I'm realizing I'm not immortal, which is ridiculous to realize that. What, you suddenly get to like, I don't know, 45, 40, and you realize you're immortal? <laughs> it seems ridiculous, but that's the reality. <laughs> that's the reality, isn't it, right? Um, but yeah, we suddenly think, oh, we've only got another four or five, 10, 20 years whatever it is, and that uncomfortableness of I haven't achieved. And with that uncomfortableness, it's really starting to beat down on me now. And it's starting to drive me towards more what I want. And I want you to look at your life and go, you know, instead of trying to find that one thing that motivates you, that one thing that's pulling you, because if you haven't found that yet, you're not going to find it very easily. I know you're pulled by lots of little things you want to do. But if the pull isn't that great to really move you towards it every single day, then you have to look at what the fear is holding you back. And maybe that fear can become that uncomfortable that it can push you. And I think that's the reality. I think if we all look at our lives in that way, go to the place that's so damn uncomfortable that you cannot stay there. And then you have no damn choice but to do what you want to do in life, that you achieve what you want to achieve. You know, how many times have you felt like, you know, don't worry about me, when my back's against the wall, I come out and I'm good and I can sort it then. Well, don't wait till your back's against the wall. Put your back against the wall. You know, get into that uncomfortable place where you've got to go and do it. And I'm talking about me avoiding things. That's why I haven't done a podcast for a while. I've recorded several, but not released them because I thought, mm, they're crap. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to record a podcast this week and I'm going to put it out next Friday after this one. And even if it's crap, you're still going to get it anyway um, because that's what I need to do. And even if I judge it, which is also very subjective in it, as you know, I've done it in the past, I've, it out and goes oh this isn't so good and people are gone yeah that's wonderful sometimes they're the best ones sometimes they're the best ones so i'm wondering how to finish this podcast and i struggle with this podcast massively um i know just saying that makes it even more real but i struggle because i feel like i have something really something deep and profound to say but i don't know how to say it I don't know how to give you that depth 
from my heart. You know, my heart has this huge depth, but it doesn't have words. And yeah, <laughs> I want you. I don't know. Okay. So I'm going to give a natural end to this podcast and ask you to, you know, email me. Go over to my website, stephenweb.uk, and email me and tell me what you fear and where you're going to, where do you need to go in order to get to where you want to go? You know, force yourself into that position where you've got to get out of the comfort zone. Um, it'd be amazing where it leads us. Where can it lead us to next year? That'd be good. So I'm trying to think of a natural end to this podcast, as I say. So I'm going to do a podcast next week, even if I think it's subpar. I'm still going to release it next week and I'm going to concentrate on the one thing I do in a podcast every week. And if you can give this a review, that'd be absolutely amazing. Don't do anything else. Just give this a review. And then when you give it a review, <laughs> perhaps email me. <laughs> Take care, guys. I'm Stephen Webb and this is the podcast that helps you to think a little bit differently. I love you and take care.